Welcome to the Next Level Facebook Ads Podcast with Phil Graham. We help you master Facebook ads and give you an unfair advantage over your competition. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Next Level Facebook Ads Podcast, episode 146. I'm Phil Graham. Today, we've got a great show for you. I'm going to be talking about three Facebook ad creative hacks that you can test in the upcoming month. I'm really excited about this because we've done all three consistently and they've worked really well for us. So I'm going to be sharing those with you in today's episode. Now last week was an amazing episode. It was a monster of a show. It was like almost an hour long, which is way longer than any episode that I've ever done. But I was talking about red flags and how not to get screwed from fake gurus and scammers. And they're everywhere out there. So if you have not listened to that episode, make sure you go back and listen to it because it could save you a lot of money and trouble in the future. So make sure you check that out. So to compensate for that extra long episode last week, I'm going to do a much shorter one this week. It's going to be kind of short and sweet. And we're going to cover the tips pretty quickly. Also, I wanted to just mention that I really appreciate you guys listening. We've gotten a lot of great feedback and I've gotten some great reviews recently on iTunes. And I just appreciate that because that actually helps the exposure of the podcast and helps get more listeners. And my goal is to help as many people as possible. And there's two key things I look for when I'm wanting to help people. Number one, I want to help them to avoid getting taken advantage of and screwed by scammers, fake gurus and all that crap. And they're everywhere. And number two, I want to help them actually leverage the art of paid advertising for their business and for their brand. And I'm all about giving value. So again, I really appreciate the great reviews. Also the feedback. I hear from you guys on Instagram quite a bit on the DMS and I love it. By the way, if you guys ever have suggestions for topics for this show that you want me to cover, please let me know. Hit me up on Instagram, DM me at philgramdigital. Or you can go to my website, philgramdigital.com. There's a contact button there and you can email me. But this is not just my podcast. This is our podcast. I want to be talking about what you want me to talk about. Even if it's not directly related to Facebook ads, it may be more mindset or entrepreneurship related. So if there's any topics that you want covered, let me know and I will make it happen. So one quick thing before we get into the content of the week, actually two quick, quick things. My agency podcast that I mentioned a few weeks ago is almost ready to go. I was hoping to have it ready by now, but I've been so busy focusing on clients that I've not been able to launch it yet. So I think we're about two to three weeks out. We're coming up quickly on it though. So I will announce it here first when it's ready but I'm really excited. There's going to be a lot of great info on that. So I can't wait. So stay tuned for that. And I've got a quote of the week I want to share with you guys. It's from Gary Keller, who wrote The One Thing. If you have not read that book, you guys should totally go out and get it. That book is amazing. It seriously changed how I looked at a lot of things. And it's helped me a lot. So let's get to the quote. What he said was, you need to be doing fewer things for more effect instead of doing more things with side effects or less effect. So do fewer things that have more effect instead of more things 
with less effects. And so many people fall into this trap. I know I have many times where I'm trying to do a hundred different things. I see it all the time on social media. In fact, I've got a quick little story to tell you. There was somebody that actually called me because they had lost some clients to me. And they were just frustrated, wondering, you know, why that's happening. And so, you know, I talked to him a little bit and noticed that he was posting on every social media platform like 10 times a day. And I'm talking about like 10 different platforms. And when we got down to it, that's basically all he did. And he was like, well, you're not sitting there posting everywhere 10 times a day. And I said, exactly. It's because I'm focused on actually creating great results for clients and mastering my craft. And that kind of hit home with him and hopefully it will help him. But it goes a long way in terms of what Gary Keller talks about mastering one thing. Now I'm not saying it's bad to post on social media, although I don't think people should be sitting there all day doing it. But I am saying that focusing on one main thing as the thing that you focus on the most is very valuable. And I know that anytime I've done that, I've made a lot more money that I've, I've tried to spread myself too thin and do a million different things. And so that's been something that's been very, very helpful for me. And hopefully that might be helpful for you as well. So with that being said, I promised a quick episode. Let's jump into these three ad hacks. And then if there's time, I'll give you guys a quick bonus tip as well. So ad hack number one is to test not having a headline or not having a call to action button, or you could even do both. Now, you might think it's weird to think, wait, I'm going to create an ad, but no headline? What? And I'm a marketing guy. I love copywriting. I've got books from, you know, all the copywriting greats of the past. So I love headlines. And most of our ads do have headlines. However, we also test ads without headlines because sometimes they work really well. Want to know why? Well, if they don't have a headline and there's like an engaging kind of picture in the ad, a lot of times it might actually look more organic it, and it might look less threatening. So if you're running an ad to a cold audience, somebody who doesn't know who you are yet, and hopefully you're not just running a sales pitch ad, by the way, then if you don't have a headline, it looks less like an ad. Sometimes they don't even realize it was an ad. It just looks like something in their feed. And we're not trying to trick them because we're going to give them great content in that ad. These are not ads where there's a direct sale here. Typically, we're educating, giving value and inspiration, etc. in that top of the funnel. So test not having a headline and see if it works. Now, it doesn't always work better. Usually we do run headlines. But there are plenty of times where we will, we will test certain ads without a headline and sometimes it just crushes it. And sometimes it gives us amazing results. So that is something that you should definitely test and play with. But again, in order to do that, make sure it's not a salesy ad. Have some great value, some inspiration, have a picture that looks like it would be a normal picture in their feed as well. And then if you do a good job of getting their attention that way, the rest of the copy should hopefully draw them in. And then if you do it right, a lot of times you can even get a click from that point. So that's one thing that I think you guys should try. It's worked really well for us in the past. So that's tip number one. Tip number two, this is pretty basic, but 
you know, we have a wide range of people that listen to this uh, podcast. So I want to cover both basic and advanced, advanced type things. So, and not everybody may have tried this. But when we do have headlines, one of the things I like to do sometimes is to test using brackets or emojis in a couple different places. Number one, in the headline itself. And then number two, when we have ad copy above the headline, above the image of the ad or video, I like to put either emojis or brackets or both at the call to action. Because a lot of times in our actual ad copy, we'll also put a link to where we want them to go. And so anytime there's a call to action, something you want them to do, try putting an emoji in that spot. That's typically what I'll put there. But I do like in the headline, sometimes putting brackets. For example, if you were to call out, you know, real estate professionals or something like that, you could put that in brackets, free guide for and then bracket, you know, who you're essentially targeting. And that just gets a little more attention and a little more focus on the target word. Or you could bracket even a benefit that you're offering, that you're talking about in that ad. So using brackets or emojis, I definitely like using emojis in the headline as well. I see people use emojis a lot, like in the ad copy itself, but not that many people use it in the actual headline. And the headline is one of the most viewed parts of the ad. It's one of the things they see first. And so having an emoji that catches their attention at either the, at the beginning or end or both of your headline can work really well. And it's definitely done very well for us. So try that out. That is tip number two. The third and final tip, my friends, I call this engagement stacking. This is also pretty common, but I haven't really talked about it for a long time. So I just figured I would mention it in case you guys have not tried it. But let's say you, you're running an ad and you're getting some good engagement on that ad. You're getting some likes, some comments, some shares. Now we don't, we don't focus that much on engagement. If you guys listen to this podcast, you know that we don't really care about vanity metrics. However, when there is good engagement, it can help lower the ad cost in some cases. It can, it can look better as an ad and sometimes give better results. And there's ways to actually build that engagement up and that can be beneficial. And we do that not because we care about the number of likes or anything like that, but because we care about the fact that it might give us lower ad costs and it might convert better if we have that. So for that reason, I call it engagement stacking. So essentially you create an ad and every ad you create has an ad ID. And what you can do is, let's say you have an ad that's working and it's getting you some good engagement. You can actually use that same ad and you can send it to multiple audiences. So you can have it in different ad sets or even campaigns. So when you go to the actual ads manager and you go to the ad itself where you create the ad, instead of creating a brand new ad, you can actually click a button to the right that says use existing post. And then there's a place you can either just choose the post or you can actually enter the ad ID. And so you can get the ad ID by going to the ad and looking in the URL bar and there'll be a number, an ID number for each ad. You just pop that ID number in there and you could literally have the exact same ad running 
to, let's say, 10 different audiences in 10 different ad sets, for example. But every time somebody engages with it, it's going to show up everywhere because it's just one ad running many different places. And so the engagement stacks, no matter whether, whether it came from audience one or audience 10, it's going to all add up together. And that's one way that you guys can really stack some engagement quickly and effectively. And a lot of times, like I said, that might not always, but it could improve your conversions and maybe even lower your ad costs and stuff like that. So I call it engagement stacking. And that's a tactic that has worked really well for us as well. Also, in terms of engagement, sometimes at the beginning of a campaign, especially if it's like a brand new ad account, we might start off with an engagement ad to get some engagement on a particular ad and then use that post ID to run a different kind of ad, like a traffic ad or conversions or something else with engagement on there at that point. And it keeps the engagement. Now, one quick thing I want to mention that you have to be very careful with. If you've got a great ad that's built up a lot of engagement and it's doing well, if you significantly change something in that ad, let's say you change the headline or you change some copy or the link, a lot of times the engagement will go away. So you have to be very careful. It's not, there's certain situations where it's not supposed to go away, but it still does sometimes. So to protect yourself, if you ever have an ad that's crushing it, if you don't want it to chance it, then don't change that ad if you can help it. If anything, just duplicate it, use a different post ID, and then do some tweaks there, but leave the one that's crushing it alone so you don't mess that up. So be careful with that. And lastly, like I said, I'm going to keep it short. One last quick tip. This is a bonus tip for you guys. A lot of people, I get this question a lot. They're like, hey, man, um, I've got this ad or a bunch of ads, and they've been in this learning phase for like weeks or months, and they're not leaving the learning phase. Well, typically what that means is that ad, when you have an ad that's stuck in the learning phase, it means that it hasn't had enough conversions for it to go to the post learning phase. So you're not really leveraging Facebook's machine learning and algorithm if it's just stuck in that learning phase indefinitely. So ideally you want to have at least 50 conversions per ad set per week in order to take advantage of their machine learning. Now, if you are stuck in the learning phase, it might be because your budget's too small. So look at your budget, see if you need to increase your budget, because that could be it. Or it could just be that maybe the ad isn't performing good enough, you need to change your, your creative or your targeting. So that could be another issue. Or you may need to change your conversion, maybe from a sale to an ad to a cart or something else until you get 50 per week. And then you can kind of scale from there. So just be careful because a lot of people, this is, this is a big mistake I see, including with clients that we bring on when we audit their, their accounts when they come on as a client. A lot of times they just have tons of ad sets that are stuck in learning phases, not really doing them any good. And that's one of the first things we have to fix. So I just kind of wanted to throw that out there. Hopefully this episode was helpful for you guys. I tried to keep it pretty short and sweet. If you have any questions, if you want to connect, if you want to potentially uh, have us run ads for you, if you're the right fit, you can hit my website, philgramdigital.com or hit me up on Instagram at philgramdigital. And my friends, 
episode 146 is in the books. I love doing the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening and being here. I got some cool announcements coming up for you guys very soon as well. A little teaser, so stay tuned. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Thanks, everybody. Peace out. Thanks for listening to the Next Level Facebook Ads Podcast. Please remember to subscribe and share this with all your friends. For show notes, more tips, and to learn more about Phil, please visit philgramdigital.com slash podcast.